Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? Hey, it's Ariel Anderson, and it is a misty day, and I'm thinking of you, and I want to just jump right in, because today we're talking about uh, self-reliance. Ta-da! Of course, before we jump in, I want to say a quick thank you just for being out there, for showing up for me, for you, and for your family, or the family that you are creating and whether you're a step-parent, a bonus parent, uh, creating your family midlife, or you are already a parent, uh, it's, it's a strong journey being on the planet as a human being, and then you add parenting in there in one way or another, and it's, uh, it's pretty intense. And so I'm just here doing my best to support you in that, to offer coaching, to offer real moments, dark and light, successes and failures of all our guests and ourselves in order to get real and get you moving forward vital and healthy and happy if that's even an option because I do believe it's an option I think there's so many possibilities out there that we don't see because we haven't seen it and uh, if you work anything like me sometimes I just need to know that it's possible and then I can get there but sometimes if there is no example anywhere of something similar enough to what I'm looking for, hoping for, maybe you don't even know, I don't know, uh, then sometimes it's hard to get there. And so that's what this is about. You know, we're sharing these world stories. So today's topic is self-reliance because, you know, as children that become adults, you remember that moment? I remember it so vividly. I remember the moment when I took a job that my memory changed. Do you remember that? I could remember everything and I thought that grown-ups were crazy. I thought, how can you not remember everything? And, you know, and I do. <laughs> That's how, did you feel that way? So I remember when I took a job in retail uh, back in the days of Jay Jacobs. Oh, yes, it's true. Uh, and before I evolved into the managerial world where my brain got used up even more and I remembered even less and now forget it. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, oh, I was such a squeaky chair. You hear that? Okay. Uh, there is this. There was this sort of transformation that happened, and and a lot of it was about self reliance because I don't know what your home life was, but oh my gosh, uh, we had a lot of perfectionism in the house, and so I'm a recovering perfectionist, often still crippled by it too many times, which is why things go so slowly and quickly at different moments. Um, but in our house, it was, there was, my mom was a perfectionist. I became or was a perfectionist. And it, uh, yeah, it could really just make life so hard. And one of the things as well was that there were so many things I could do, but my mom's timeline and mine was so different. And so what that meant was, sorry about the, that creaking sound. Uh, I'm just trying to get comfortable. My mom would say, okay, why don't you do this, this, and this? And then if I didn't do it within a minute, she would do it herself. Uh, it didn't help my confidence, for sure. And as well, there was the piece of, you know, just not, 
not learning something, not becoming self-reliant, be having to be more reliant upon her for certain things. Over time, that changed, of course. Uh, she had to work more. And then I found that I was doing a lot on my own, for sure. A lot, a lot, a lot. It was that era anyway. There was not micromanaging and, and there was not a a lot of helicopter momming and dadding. It was a lot more freedom for various reasons. We can not fully go into that, but it was just, you know, how things were. And now you have some of us who are trying to be that, but then they're all around to something else. And a lot of people are, are so on top of their kids all the time. And then the kids expect that. Uh, and it, it doesn't help them. And I know, you know, look, you have your own values. You have your way of doing things. And I just want to encourage you as a coach, as a mom, as a woman, as a person, just to remember what it feels like when you do something on your own or you do it with somebody in connection with them, doing it together, how powerful that is. And if you had that opportunity growing up, that's wonderful. That is wonderful that you got that opportunity and that you took that with you into your livelihood and your life and your friendships and your partnerships and you know maybe even if you had it there's you know we all have bumps in the road right uh and right now i i'm excuse me because i'm super sleep deprived but i really feel like i want to talk about this right now because it's not only is it in education i just had this conversation with somebody who's growing something for our kids in such a beautiful way to grow that confidence and allow them to excel or decel according to what they need. Um, you're going to hear that <laughs> in the future. Um, it's about elephant learning. Keep your ears open, Aditya. Uh, and, and it made me think. I was thinking about what we were talking about regarding kids wanting to learn. You know, you get put in a math class, but then you want to learn or you don't want to learn your experience, your teacher, everything affects you. But if when you want something, you want to get sober, you want to learn something, you want to create something, you want coaching. All these things matter as far as your investment, how you take something in and how long it lasts. I notice that when I'm coaching people that if their bosses told them they had to co be coached, that was a completely different experience for all of us than if they found me and they wanted to learn. And in fact, on top of that, if they wanted me, found me, and somebody else was paying for it, how invested they were sometimes because they didn't have to worry about, you know, payment and all of that versus really, you know, what do they have to say? And Pat Flynn always say, you got to get skin in the game. Sometimes that is important. So how do we get our kids to get skin in the game without paying? per se, is really about showing up and allowing them to guide the process sometimes instead of just showing them this is how it works. You know, doing that coaching that, you know, maybe you've been lucky enough to be coached either in, uh, well, sometimes in sports there's more yelling and commanding than there is questions like, it's a little different system maybe, but uh, I'm not a coach, so I don't know. And I was definitely not a sporty person unless it was an alone sporty thing. So what do I know? I'm just guessing, but that's what I've seen. And what I see in personal coaching and corporate coaching is that we, there's the piece where I would ask, you know, the questions to bring about some answers and have the person find their own answers. And it's the same with our kids to create that 
resilience and that self-reliance. It's about asking questions. Sometimes if you have a small child who's very willful, then you totally know what I'm talking about. Because if you say, if I say to Ella, if you say to your child, go put your dishes in the, in the sink instead of, Hey, where do those go again? Or do you know how to do that? Or wait, what comes next? Oh, mom, these go in the dish. They go in the sink and then they get to feel, I know something. They get to do it and feel accomplishment and completion. They do it themselves. They see the whole process. They experience it. If you bring them into cooking as well, then they get to see that, you know, cooking, clean up, eating, clean up, you know, that's, and that whole completion of the circle. We need to do that in general with so many things. And I think that we want things to be done quickly as parents or more perfectly. We don't, always realize it. I'm sure that you don't realize when you're doing it. I have moments when I, I misstep and I realize that I could have allowed more freedom. So what are some ways I'm wondering, like right now, if you think for just a moment, if you take a breath with me and exhale and relax your belly and just take a moment and just think or feel a moment where you have allowed self-reliance you've opened up self-reliance in your home with your kids older or younger doesn't matter how you've allowed them to fall and pick themselves back up and make mistakes allowing them failure so they can learn isn't it funny these are the same lessons that we need for ourselves, especially in this time when so much is changing and you may or may not be pivoting. And even if you have the same job, you may have to be doing it differently. So it's that pivot, that shift, how you have to be more self-reliant if you're at home or in a smaller office or a different dynamic. Maybe you're changing everything. Maybe you're reassessing how you want to do things in your life to be happier, healthier, in a different location, be more with your family, less with your family, whatever it might be. And, and doing this with our kids, when you're doing it with them, it's such a strong reminder for you too. Your kids are going to be so healthy and happy because they are doing something. They're learning to complete. They're learning to do things on their own. And in turn, you are teaching yourself that because we pick up so many habits along the way, not always habits that are helpful to you, to me. Habits of doing for, you know, a lot of moms, and there's probably dads too out there, get in the habit of doing everything for everybody. I vowed I would never be that mom, but it's happened. And I heard something today on a coaching call, and it really struck me. And it was, oh gosh, I hope I can remember. <laughs> It was something along the lines of uh, it, so often that, that doing, that pleasing or doing, sometimes it's not always pleasing in, in parenthood. It's just, I want to get it done. I want to do it quickly and you're not going to do it as well, <laughs> which is terrible, but it does happen in moments. And, or you just the frustration of, you know, it kind of things taking too long or whatever. But this woman said something along the lines of, um, If you are doing for other people all the time, you know, doing, 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 
and you're kind of overloading yourself. You end up burning yourself out and you end up being frustrated with and blaming the people around, even if you don't mean to. Uh, and it's not, it's kind of set up for massive fail. And we've had these conversations here. We've talked about this, you know, the, the issues that Mats and I have with how he was doing things for so long. And I think his first wife was quite frustrated too, doing so much like I, I really the accidental housewife kind of thing, or, you know, not meaning to take on that role and then being there, but you know, it's really our own fault. And what if we could set our kids up for success to never do that? Now, people, male or female, Zer or Z, they, whoever, uh, can all have moments where we please in different areas. Now, of course, there are some people who don't, and they just kind of thrive and drive through, and that's their way. That's great. And if you're listening here, you might understand what I'm saying here about pleasing a partner or pleasing a boss or pleasing in school or your kids or your household or your parents family, whatever it might be, and how you could shift that. If that is a part of your world right now, how you could shift that and how you can teach your kids. So whatever you're doing, of course, you know, what do they say? Kids, they, they catch what you, oh, I never get that saying right. You, but do you know that one I'm talking about? They, they catch what we put out or something like that. They don't just see, they see what you're doing, not just what you're saying. And we, over and over, you know, you've heard that a gazillion times but what you do affects them and what you're doing with them or they're doing affects you there's this circle that's happening that's why you know I never just do coaching at home you know private you know personal coaching that doesn't affect work and vice versa everything affects everything we know that right it's like math you know what happens on one side of the equation it has to happen on the other you have to it has to be balanced or you know if you're you know, uh, you've got a scale, you know, the old style Libra type scale, you know, things have to find their, their balance. We have to find balance in our life. You hear it a gaz- million times a day. Oh, I just said a gazillion in my head again. See, tired, same words over, over. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? That blur mind that happens. I've been waking up at five every day. So I get about f- between four and uh, yeah, four and six hours of sleep last couple days so the brain is showing that but I just want to encourage you to find the way and have that was a bird oh poor dear she's still alive uh encourage you to just keep diving in with your kids and letting them lead the way and letting go of perfection letting go of attachment of how things need to be or should be you know that's like the worst four-letter word that's not a four-letter word in my business in my brain I should say in your life, in their life, get rid of those shoulds and see what exploring can bring and letting go and being silent and not showing them how to do things, but asking them in the moment that they ask you or they need help, hey, what do you, how do you think that works? And allow some water to spill on the floor or something to break once in a while. It's okay. You know, setting that up in a way that makes sense. Maybe you, you know, if it's a glass and someone's pouring, you, you, uh, give them a plastic cup, whatever it is, or a bamboo one, whatever's eco, uh, and uh, setting your kids up and yourself for success and allowing failure, allowing failure. Even just saying it out loud to you, I start to feel emotional. One of the reasons I've been holding back on putting out all the programs that have been buzzing in my mind for the last three years, really 10 in some cases, is this 
failure piece. It's like, I don't want to look stupid. I've done so many things in my life. I've met so many amazing people. I've worked with the princes and you know and you think to yourself oh I can't look like an idiot and fall on my face and make a mistake or do it the wrong way or do it in a way that someone doesn't need it's the same way with kids right there's a piece of want not wanting to f them up right <laughs> I'm just gonna say I don't want to fuck up my kids I don't want to fuck up my child when I say kids I mean all the kids that I've ever connected with my child I, I know every time I do or say something there's the possibility that that could stick forever. And what if? Because you remember some of those comments, don't you? I remember comments. I still can hear comments from my math teacher in a algebra, no, geometry class. Oh, you're just a stupid girl with a stupid question. I'll never forget that. And you don't know if when you're making a joke, which I think he was probably reflecting back, he was making a joke because that's what I was told later. But I just remember thinking, wow, that's mean. <laughs> that's all I could think of. And it stuck. Now, as a grown-up, you can take it in another direction and go, okay, it's no big deal. But it's stuck. And so you think everything that you do and say, if, what if it's stuck? What if that's the thing they remember? What if that's the thing, that's the, the lesson or how we did things? We didn't listen. What if you don't listen to your kids and you find out you know, 15 years later, they never wanted to be a doctor. And maybe you don't care right now, maybe you do, but it'll affect them and their happiness, just like your choices affect you and your happiness. So I'm just putting that out there. And I guess I'm maybe getting too deep and too far. Hi, Babug. Uh, I just hope that uh, you can explore with me, with your kids, with yourself. Explore. Oh, it's got beads here. Uh, Together. I will tie them together for you. Uh, explore, explore together with your kids and find out where they want to. Oh, I didn't understand that. Oh God. Okay. So I just let beads go and I didn't realize that they were on the end like that. So now I'm going to have to fix those and that's fine. And see, that's learning. I will figure it out. I will figure it out. So that's it for this week. I just wanted to say, explore, have fun, uh, let go, fail, find success, Allow your kids to complete, show them more than you think that they can handle and less that then will overwhelm and do the same for yourself. And whatever's popping up, if something's popping up that doesn't even make sense, just allow yourself to ask the questions of yourself. Like my Deb, my Deb friend, my friend Deb said to me today, ask yourself yes and no questions. Keep it simple. Find out. Do the same with your kids and ask those open-ended questions as well that allow you to explore, allow them to explore, to find that. I know I'm repeating myself. That's what I do when I'm tired. But I also am saying it over and over because there's something there. Explore, 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 and experiment, and let go. That letting go, and that acceptance, and the breathing through. Oh, I'm going to have to breathe again. Whew, that breathing is just so big. And you guys deserve to have a great time. And remember, the whole reason I'm bringing this up today, before I say goodbye, I want you to know <laughs> the whole reason I'm bringing up self-reliance is because it opens up space for you. It opens up space for your kids because you trust them. You show your confidence in them. You let them grow big and tall and shine. And they have that experience in one area, they'll start to explore in other areas where they might be more fearful and maybe you too. 
And it's in that space, that opening, when they're doing things on their own because you allow them to spill, to break something, whatever, on the way to uh, learning, whatever that skill was. The last month for Ella, she's learned to put toast in the toaster and I gave her a creative way of being able to take the toast out in a way that didn't freak her out. And, you know, now I know that that gives me a few minutes. She's going to make toast by herself. She can eat something. I can, ha- I can finish that sentence that I was writing in my email before she woke up without 10,000 distractions. You can do the same. Whatever it is that you're starting, know that everything that you're doing. I taught her how to put the toilet roll on the toilet paper thing and how to do it in the way that it, you don't have to dig for it. I know everybody has their own way. That's a whole thing, right? Uh, and just think of if you put all those pieces together, all those pieces, all those things that your children learn to do by themselves. Your employees, if you're an employer, you let them do things by themselves. Then you get more space to do other things, creative things, things that allow to, you to grow yourself or whatever is important to you in the moment. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. I've been talking about this for a while and I got a little bit excited as the uh, hummingbirds have been zipping around and perching on the fence just outside my window. Beautiful green and red sparkles and I'm thinking about you because they're fearful, 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 that doesn't sound right, fearful and so incredibly brave. They're fast and they know when to be slow and stand still and that's what I hope for you. I wish you a beautifully imperfect day full of self-reliance and the beauty of you, your family, and whatever comes up. Thank you for listening to our Very Imperfect Parenting Podcast. If you'd like a little more like live coaching sessions, then jump into facebook.com backslash IPParents. You can also write me at Ariel at imperfectparenting.net or jump on that site for other resources like book reviews and other fun things. If you would just share with one person or let one person know about this podcast, that helps us a lot. As well, we have Patreon with extra privileges and have a beautifully imperfect day. Thank you so much for being out there.